Good afternoon, good morning. It's Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. Uh, in this series, we speak with leading brands about what they are seeing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Lindsay Case. She's Associate Vice President of Marketing at Wings and Rings. So thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Perfect. Uh, we'd like to start these on a personal level, get to know the individual we're speaking with. Uh, so we'd love to know a little bit more about you, uh, you know, your role at Wings and Rings and maybe, uh, you know, the jobs you've had before that kind of uh, may be similar and also a fun fact about your passion you may have outside of work. Yeah, sure. So I've been at Wings and Rings for about nine years now. Um, so prior to that, I was in marketing for a regional bank here locally. But other than that, I've pretty much always worked in the restaurant or the food industry. Uh, so my family had a, a pizza restaurant that I worked at starting in. Uh, many people do. <laughs> but then um, after college, you know, kind of continued that trend by joining the marketing team of a local food, ma food manufacturer. Um, so like I said, been in, been in the food and restaurant, uh, industry pretty much all my life. Um, and when I had the opportunity to join Wings and Rings, it was just a true natural fit. Um, you know, I'd known the brand for a long time, um, you know, having grown up in the Cincinnati area and it's a Cincinnati based company, I actually frequented, frequented several of their locations as a child. So, um, you know, it was kind of just fun being a part of, the growth and the evolution of the brand over the last nine years having um, and, um you know i remember going on wing tuesdays uh to some of the locations out in kentucky so um you know just been been a fun ride so currently i'm managing basically national and digital marketing um so that can include anything from our larger national initiatives around like super bowl march madness and stuff to um, digital campaigns that support our our menu and our um, LTOs, um, but you know within there I was I was also integral in launching our loyalty program back in 2019. So I'm still leading that overall strategy, which is I think why we're here today. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah. So uh, wings and rings. For those who may not be familiar, can you give us a rundown of what you guys do, how you do it, where the locations are, and uh, it'd be great to know. Yeah, so as you said, Wings and Rings, but formerly known as Buffalo Wings and Rings. So a couple of years ago, we did rebrand to uh, the new identity, dropping the the Buffalo. Probably assume there was a lot of confusion there in the marketplace with uh, another competitor of ours, and you know we really want to pride ourselves on our our Wings and Rings, the two things that that we do best. Um, so we are a Cincinnati-based sports restaurant and bar franchise. We have about eighty-five locations globally. Um, but about 60 of them are here in the U.S. So the franchise started back in 1984, but it was purchased by the current ownership in 2005. So, um, you know, since since they purchased um, the franchise, we've grown to about those, those 60 locations uh, spanning from, gosh, down in Florida, uh, up to North Dakota, all the way out to California and South Texas. And then, of course, uh, good concentration here in Cincinnati. Uh, okay. so we really do pride ourselves just on those superior crave worthy wings and rings and, you know, an atmosphere that encourages all fans to, uh, you know, relax and celebrate. That's good. Uh, I know wings and rings recently launched a new consumer facing website, uh, which, uh, allows, uh, the process or enables the process to order, uh, wings easier for their customers. Can you talk a little bit about the website overhaul, uh, and kind of what that means to your customers? 
Yeah, we knew we had an opportunity to update the website um, since it had basically not been updated in, gosh, about seven years. So there was a back-end opportunity and then a front-end opportunity as well. And, and really, um, you know, some of the points that you hit on was that we wanted to provide more opportunities for our guests to convert. Um, so obviously, there's a reason and a need there from a from a, a sales standpoint, but really from a guest standpoint as well. Like the reason that they're coming to the site to begin with is to typically either find a location or uh, look at the menu and place an order. So just being able to um, make sure that the things that they're coming to the site to to do are always within reach um, was a big focus for uh, the design of the site itself. Um, but then also we wanted to make sure that we brought lots of prominence to our local, our individual local pages. I mean, that's you know, what guests are looking for that that location specific information um, so that we made sure that that was at, at the forefront as well. Okay. Your loyalty program, can you tell us a little bit about the program that you launched uh, uh, kind of obviously under your uh, guidance, you know, how do members engage with it? What are some of the benefits of the program? You know, how do you keep it current as well? Yeah, ultimately, we when we launched it, we wanted to make sure that it was just simple and easy to understand, not only for our guests, but for our servers. Um, if they're trying to, you know, sell the program. So it's a points per dollar um, program. So it's a, a point for every dollar that, um, you know, is spent. And those points are automatically applied if you're um, ordering online and you're signed in or if you're using the app. And then for in-store purchases, you just have to, you know, scan the barcode. Um, so once you reach 100 points, that automatically converts to a $10 reward. Um, so you can come in and use that on, you know, any any food item that that you'd like. Okay, excellent. When you look at the uh, the rewards program, obviously the mobile app is very important. Uh, roughly eighty percent of your customers uh, access the Wings and Rings website for their mobile from their mobile devices. So, how does uh, having a, a loyalty program and a mobile app how, how do you get them to work together, right, and make sure that you're in the quote unquote right channel for the customers? How does that work within your organization? Yeah, I mean, for the app, we wanted to have loyalty at the forefront. Um, so, you know, we're very upfront about that points tracking and how how far along you are to that next reward. You can easily see what rewards you currently have. Yep. Um, and then just the, the ease of use, being able to scan receipts to earn those points, um, ease of ordering within the application and just being able to, uh, you know, quickly make your purchase um, and then even or even um uh, place a previous order, you know, rep replicating previous orders with pretty much the click of a button. Okay. And the Buffalo Saucita, Saucity, uh, the VIP. Uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> lot, lot to say. Training. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, it wasn't a name today. And how do you pronounce that? Saucity? Society. 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 Yes, I would never have got that. Uh, <laughs> but I should have, should have asked that. So the VIP app, how does it work? Uh, you kind of touched a little bit. Is it uh, you talk about having the, the rewards front and center so people can see and access them? You know, how does the VIP app work? Yeah, so, um, you know, it, it, it really just allows guests to really easily scan their receipts in store. Um, it allows them to place orders really easily. It's a great way for us to just communicate through push notifications and inbox messages and things like that. Um, and then the, the ease of online ordering and being able to replicate those those previous orders and, um, you know, redeem rewards that re rewards that they've earned and then other ad hoc ones that we may have sent out as well. Okay. Uh, so when you look at uh, other technologies that you may they want to uh, involve, uh, kind of engage, involved with. Are there other technologies or strategies that you're looking to learn more about or potentially leverage within 
uh, the organization? Yeah, I mean, we're always looking at, at new and different things. Um, ultimately, what we want to make sure that we're doing when we're evaluating some of those, that new technology is to make sure that we're reducing friction with our guests um, and, and just introducing technology when it's going to support their experience. Like it has to solve a need. So we don't want to just, you know, implement something for the sake of implementing something. Um, so, you know, that being said, we're working on testing some additional features to reduce those friction points, such as mobile wallet. Um, it's not necessarily applies, doesn't necessarily apply to the app, but for online ordering, um, well, it certainly does apply to the app, but, uh, if you've got your information already saved in there, it's, it's pretty easy already, but, um, you know, so things like mobile wallet, um, arrival notifications, um, and really just an overall enhanced ordering experience when it comes yeah. to the app specifically. Okay. Can you, uh, the rewards, uh, program, uh, is a big piece of your personalization efforts, right? Uh, we have a growing brand membership. We meet every week and we actually have conversations this week uh, around personalization, segmentation, cadence management, how, how to manage. So what's personalization mean to wings and rings? Uh, you know, especially, I think you have a, a surprise and delight offering as well, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, um, personalization for us is, is um, less about just including the person's name and maybe um, segmenting them based on their purchase history. I, while we, we do that a little bit, for us, personalization is a little bit more on their, um, you know, segmenting based on their frequency and then like re-engaging our lapsed users. So more on their behaviors of, of their visits versus um, what they might have purchased in that visit. So, um, you know, making sure that it's meaningful to guests that do come more frequently and meaningful for the guests that, um, you know, and motivating for the guests that may have not been in as recent. Okay. Uh, when you look at employee engagement, that's another area of uh, great interest in our, in our community. Uh, you know, how does employee engagement fit into the customer loyalty discussion? Uh, you know, how are employees trained, uh, trained about the program, the benefits of the program, and, and how do you keep them kind of engaged uh, to do that? Yeah, well, like I mentioned before with the, you know, when we launched the program, we wanted to make sure that it was simple for not only the guests, but for our employees, because if we made something super complicated for our employees to try to sell, then we knew that it was never going to get off the ground. So, um, you know, just keeping the program simple and easy to understand and also to explain is super important. It makes the training a lot easier. Um, but we also encourage employees to participate. So some franchisees were like, oh, could could employees really earn points on, on things? Well, absolutely. We want them to be in there using the app so that they can show guests the value and, you know, be continuously talking to those, those guests about, you know, the value of the program. You could earn points on your purchase today. Just download the app, scan right here and, you know, off you go. Okay. Uh, great discussion within our community about brands, how they're changing, how the customers are changing, right? How they evolved going into COVID. There was a change buying online, picking store, you know, hands-free delivery. You know, what do you see in uh, your customer base? How are, how are they changing and how are you adapting to those changes? Yeah, um, I think COVID definitely sped a lot of things up. And for us, it was all about that off-premise and the convenience. Um, so things like curbside carryout, pickup windows, stuff like that. Um, those are really changing the game for casual dining because we can provide that higher quality, you know, more varied menu, but with the convenience of, you know, what like some QSR and fast casual brands are, are doing. And I think, um, you know, we all kind of got a taste of that ease of ordering and ease of pickup during COVID. And um, you know, it's it's made a lot of folks change the way that they think about ordering from a casual diner or, or a full service restaurant. Okay. 
Excellent. Uh, when you look at other programs, uh, customer loyalty programs, or just bigger picture customer loyalty, you know, are there brands that you are loyal to? And, and if so, you know, why are you loyal to them? There are, I, I, I probably have about nine food uh, oh, okay. apps on my, um, on my, on my phone, but I'm also, you know, always kind of testing out new ones, but for me, it's, uh, it's, it's actually a little bit less about the loyalty and more about the convenience piece for me. And I, I think I'm, you know, guilty of uh, getting acclimated to that through COVID and, and um, knowing how easy it could be to just, you know, wh which apps are the easiest to navigate. Um, and, and, you know, and it's the whole experience, right? So it's not just ordering through the app, it's got to be easy for me to order, it's got to be easy for me to pay. And then the pickup experience as well, you know, once when you're hitting the mark on all of those things, the loyalty part is great, but so many of them, it's, I've, I've lost track of what a point means or what I'm even earning. And so if, you know, I become more loyal to the brand and the experience than the loyalty piece itself, unless it is, you know, super easy to, to understand and to, um, to remember, you know, the, the simple, um, earning structure, if you will. Okay. Well, that's an interesting topic as well. Uh, there's a, a great uh, kind of discussion around keeping or, or having programs be more simple, right? So you understand what the value, what it is straightforward, kind of simplifying the programs to do that. Uh, and there's also uh, this whole push of uh, changing point structures, right? Valuing them more, valuing them less, uh, some of the economy challenges. H how do you keep your program simple uh, in a way that's easy for the customers to understand? Yeah, I mean, really, the 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 goal out of the gate was just to in, increase our guest frequency. So, um, you know, there are different levers that we could pull to kind of gamify it and um, and go off the uh, um, you know the path of our our current point structure. Um, but really, we we do want to make sure that we keep it simple. Um, you know, when guests are close to their their ten dollar reward, we make sure that we're nudging them along and and letting them know they're only a few points away. Every message that we send out, it has like their stats at the top of the message, so they know, so they know how many uh, points they have and and how many rewards they also have. Um, okay. So you know, but we're always also you know just monitoring what other competitors are doing so that we stay relevant. We do have a pretty lucrative program compared to some of our competitors, okay. um, but you know, we we don't have any concrete plans to change the program right now, but. Um, are definitely keeping our eyes on, you know, what's meaningful for for our guests because they are pretty engaged in the program. And right now, the focus is getting more people into the program. Okay, excellent. And the last question I have is, you know, what can Loyalty 360 do to help you and your team in your customer loyalty program efforts? And I think you guys are doing a lot of great things um, already. Just getting people talking, sharing ideas, sharing um, struggles, and just kind of getting it all out there. I think that's what challenges us each day. And um, as long as we keep an eye on what the guest needs are and come up with creative ways to solve those needs, then um, let's, we're on the right track. Great. Well, Lindsay, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. It was great learning more about uh, the program, what you guys are doing, how you're doing it, uh, uh, and also uh, you know, a little bit about you. And hopefully, uh, maybe I'll even see you over here on the Beachmont uh, side of town uh, That'd soon. That'd be great. All right. Thank you, everyone else, uh, for taking the time to listen. Make sure you join us back for another edition of our Leaders in Custom Multi-Series soon, and have a wonderful day.